Thank you for joining us today with Newly Awakened Ministries. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for joining us with Newly Awakened Ministries tonight with our Fuel the Flame Lives. Guys, we are so excited tonight to have Pastor Andrew Tao here with us. And we are so honored. It's such an honor, such a joy to interview you, Pastor Andrew. Uh, and we are so thankful that we get to hear your uh, whatever God has been laying on your heart lately. But how are you doing tonight, Pastor Andrew? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be with you tonight. I'm glad uh, that we got all the technical difficulties worked out because I believe God is going to move tonight and, and move uh, for the viewers watching live and those that will be re-watching the various broadcasts. Uh, God is moving in this hour. And so you, I want to be, I know I do, I want to be a part of whatever he is doing in this hour. So I'm, I'm just glad yes. to be with you and, and thankful for what God's doing through your life. Yeah, well, thank you. And I forgot to mention before, everyone, Pastor Andrew Tao, he is the lead pastor at Ramp Church Chattanooga. Guys, if you are in that area and if you're looking for a church to get plugged into, I suggest going to Ramp Church Chattanooga. It's always powerful. You feel the presence of God. You always encounter the Lord. Pastor Andrew is an amazing pastor. I'm telling you, you will feel loved. You'll feel welcomed. Uh, and also, he is the lead pastor. Uh, no, he is an author of his, a new book called Breaking the Delilah Spirit. And, and as you guys can see, it is in the description above where if you want to find the link to buy it, it is there. He also has another book called The Triple uh, triple Threat Anointing. It is also in the description above. And also there's a giving link to uh, if you want to give and sow into his ministry. If you are impacted by Pastor Andrew, you know, please Go uh, over there and send and send uh, finances his way. I know the Lord's going to bless you. And uh, so, with your new book, Pastor Andrew, uh, what would you? What can you tell us about breaking the Delilah spirit? You know, I wrote this book because the Lord really began to to lay on my heart about the sleeping church. Now we're seeing revivals begin to break forth. You know, you mentioned the triple threat anointing. I wrote that several years ago, and that was through a vision that the Lord came to me and showed me uh, a coming movement that was going to take place. And we're starting to see that beginning to break forth. But I saw a dangerous trend in the body of Christ that where mm -hmm. we were taking, you know, uh, uh, just an entertainment route or, or just uh, a production route of, of trying to draw people in. But, you know, good production can never be the replacement for the presence of God. It just does not compare. And so uh, the Lord really commissioned me to write this book because the enemy is after people's vision. If you're watching mm -hmm. this, or you're listening to this podcast, he is after your vision. The enemy wants to stop your purpose. He is after what God has called you to to do. And that's what happened in the life of Samson. And uh, we're all pretty familiar with the story of Samson and Delilah and the, the haircut uh, I heard around the world. But uh, I really go through uh, 
uh, chapter by chapter and verse by verse and show the compromise that that Samson began to go into by uh, little compromises here and a little compromise there. And it lead, led him down a pathway of destruction. And that's how the enemy works is he will get warriors of God and he will try to find little avenues to come in till we have uh, uh, really laid down our senses of, of uh, rejecting uh, his advances, and we allow him to come in. And that's what we see in the life of Samson. Compromise led to another compromise, but the anointing would still come upon him. And see, that's what, what's hard is when the anointing still comes upon you and you still do these great feats for God, but then the enemy is, is having little strongholds here and there in your life. And so you think, you know, well, God doesn't mind if I do this. God doesn't mind if I, I, I wait and pray tomorrow or if I put it off till tomorrow. You know, I don't have to live this this. Uh, holy of a life. I don't have to walk this strict. It doesn't require all that. And that's the lie that the enemy has really told much of the body of Christ. You know, that's religion. That's a uh, spirit of religion. You don't have to live holy. You don't have to walk with God. Uh, you know, he doesn't mind if you do these little things. And I'm not getting legalistic here, but what I'm saying is the enemy is looking. We are called to purity. We are called to holiness. We are called to have clean hands and a pure heart. And if we allow the enemy a foothold into our life or we give him an open door, one thing will lead to another. And that's what happened with Samson. And it started with his eyes because he began to lust for Philistine women that God had called him. The very thing God had called him to be a deliverer. He had been called to deliver God's people from the, the, the oppression of the Philistines. But with his eyes, he began to lust for the very thing that God said, no, I called you to deliver my people from this. And that's the way that the enemy will do if we don't guard ourselves. And so we know the story little by little, but until he got to the place where he began to lay his head in the lap of Delilah and really uh, the Lord gave me uh, uh, chapter 16 and verse, I believe it's verse 19, where it says that she made him to sleep upon her knee. And that's what I saw within the church is, is the enemy is lullabying much of us to sleep while he's running rampant in culture. We're bowing our knee to culture. We're laying our head over in Delilah's lap and the enemy has come in to rob us of our destiny. And he said to me, Andrew, I want, I'm commissioning you to write a book as a prophetic trumpet to sound the alarm and say, wake up, wake up. This is the hour for you, child of God, to fulfill your mission and to fulfill what God has called you to do. So it's really a book of awakening. It's a book uh, uh, breaking the spirit of Delilah, accessing God's power to topple ancient strongholds, because it begins to describe how this ancient spirit is, is riling up today to take out God's champions. And I'll be yeah. honest with you, Andrew, when, when I started writing this book, I thought, you know, God, why is the spirit of Delilah after me? Because, you know, I'm not Samson. I'm not, you know, killing Philistines left or right. And he spoke to me and he said, no, Andrew, but you are my champion. You are my warrior today. And you 
those of you watching, those of you listening, watching the replay, you are God's warrior. That's why this spirit wants to attack your destiny. But God wants to fulfill every word that he has promised you. And I believe that's going to happen in Jesus' name. Yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. I'm excited to read it because I, right now I'm still working. I'm on like chapter eight of the triple threat anointing. After I, I finish that book, I'm going to definitely get breaking the Delilah spirit. It sounds powerful. It sounds like it's just a timely word. Uh, you know, I was reading uh, a quote by uh, A.W. Tozer. He was like, you know, whenever a word is released, most of the time it's not just, it's, it's has to be timely, but it's also, the truth is also timeless. And so I even believe like, you know, this word that's being released, it's not just timely, it's also timeless. You know, I believe that God, he's going to use this for many years to come because people, the things that how the enemy tries to attack people, you know, it's so good to to hear other people's uh, input, especially with what how God wants to break the change, break the yokes of bondage, and bring freedom and life into them. And so I, I'm excited. Thank you so much, Pastor Andrew, for writing that and sharing that with us. Um, you know, I do want to ask you, how can people that are watching or listening, how can they connect with you and your ministry? Well, they can go to my website at andrewtell.com. And I'm also very active on uh, social media as well. So Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, I have a Friday Fire broadcast that I do every week on, on YouTube and, and Facebook. And uh, I have a new podcast called Dynamic Fire. Uh, wow. It's on Destiny Image Podcast Network. And you can get that wherever you download your podcast. So we've been filming a new season, season two. Uh, with special guests that's going to bless your life. So uh, we've been doing that. I did one today. So uh, you can also download that. So uh, you can also go to ramp.church slash chat uh, and find me there too. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, I I was like I was saying before, I was I was going through your book of the triple threat anointing and I just got out. I'm trying to remember if, if it was the last chapter I read or the chapter before, but you were talking about the uh, the woman with the issue of blood and how you were getting irritated, how we always, how a lot of people would always reference it to her, to her wound. But then because at the end Christ, he was saying, you are my daughter. And it's like, you know, we're not supposed to be identified and bound by our issues, but we're restored in identity with them. Oh, I, I just want to say I love that that was touching my heart. I was I was like, oh, that is so good. That's so true. Uh, you know, I really love that. I love that. because You know, a lot of times uh, we dealt with certain things for so long that that really becomes our identity, but we're, that's not who we are. That's the entrapment of the enemy. Who we are are sons of God. We are joint heirs with Christ. We are called for such a time as this. We are anointed. Come on, sometimes you've got to look in the mirror and when all of hell is coming against you and saying, you know, you're not, you're nothing. You're, you're you know, God doesn't love you. And, and I know those voices well. The enemy comes in on all of us saying, you know, you don't compare to so-and-so. And, and do, does God really speak to you? I write about that too in my new book a little bit. Uh, you know, he makes you question whether 
whether you even hear from God. That's how he did it with Eve. Uh, did you hear what you heard correctly? Are you sure he said he could? you couldn't eat of the tree? Are you sure? And that's how he makes us question our identity. But I believe in this hour, there's some people that are rising up that are going to begin to preach to themselves and like David did, encourage themselves in the Lord and begin to say, listen, I am blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. I am highly favored of God and man. I am anointed, not prideful, but I'm anointed for such a time as this. God has called me for this hour. I rebuke every lie, everything that is contrary to what the word of God says that I am. The word says I am healed. So the devil may tell me, a report that I'm going to die of sickness, but the report of the Lord says I am healed. I walk in wholeness. My bank account may say it looks overdrawn, but God says that I, he gives seed to the sower. So I'm going to walk in prosperity. I'm going to walk in wholeness in my life. My marriage is going to be restored. My home is going to be restored. My prodigals are coming home. Come on. You need to begin to declare to yourself what this word says, because the word says, Come on. And this isn't name it, claim it kind of stuff. This is what the Bible says. If uh, this, let the sick say, I am healed. Let the poor say, I am rich. You've got it out of your mouth. It has power of life and death in your tongue. So when you begin to declare the word of God, you, it begins to manifest in your life. Uh, Andrew, one of the greatest secrets uh, and I love prayer because uh, every move of God is birthed by prayer. Every move of God is sustained by prayer. Uh, so one of the, the greatest things uh, that the Lord ever did for me, uh, I, I besides being saved and, and receiving him as my Lord and Savior, was filling me with the Holy Ghost. I got filled with the Holy Ghost when I was four years old. Now, some people can't handle that because people are saying, you know, you're four, four years old. You can't receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I already received him and he's still with me today. And I'm yeah. over, I'm 43 now. So I'm telling you, yeah. God is still with me. Actually, I'm 44. I, I just I messed that up there. But uh, anyway, God, the Holy Ghost is still with me. So I received him when I was four and now I'm 44. So I still have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But but uh, when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, this prayer life was birthed in me. And I remember uh, I was on my way to Florida in our car, in our van, and uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit filled that van. And I began to speak with other tongues. And Thank God I have parents that begin to encourage me in that and not say, you know, oh, you're some kid playing, you know, you're getting tongue tied or whatever. But uh, no, they begin to say, you know, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, begin to pray in the spirit. That's the Holy Spirit upon you. And I remember so well on that vacation, I would go into the bathroom and I would just stay in there and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost because it was like, wow, I've just discovered something new. And so after that, uh, I would go to my bedroom and I would begin to start having prayer meetings with me and the Holy Ghost every night. And so mm -hmm. that, that lifestyle of prayer began to be birthed in me. Okay. And, and that's what will change your life is prayer is not some formality that we do. It's something we get to do. It's communication yeah. with our Father. So I want to encourage all of your listeners and viewers to, to, to really stir up your prayer life. Because I know somebody on this broadcast is believing God for a miracle. And I want you to know that God wants to give you a miracle. But your miracle is birthed 
through your prayer life. So stir mm-hmm. that up within you and let that anointing begin to flow and he'll begin to reveal to you who you are. You know, in the Bible, one of my favorite things, getting back to this identity, you were talking about the woman with the issue of blood. One of my favorite stories in the word of God is when Jesus says to Peter, he says, who do you say that I am? And and Peter answers, you know, some say that are, uh, some say you're Elijah, some say you're uh, this. Uh, and he says, but who do you say that I am? And when Peter said, well, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Then Jesus revealed to Peter who he is. You are rock. You are the rock. Yeah. You, you are a fragment of the rock. Uh, and we sometimes get that mistranslated there to we, we refer to Peter as the rock. No, he's a, a chip of the rock. He's a piece of the rock. So Jesus, the revelation that Jesus Christ is Lord is what Jesus was saying. I will build upon my church, upon this revelation that I am the son of God. This is the rock. The, and he says, I'm the chief cornerstone. He is the rock. But when he began to declare who Jesus was, then Jesus began to reveal who Peter was. So as you begin to uh, de- decree and declare that who your God is, you are my healer. You are my deliverer. And you begin to say who he is. He's going to begin to reveal who you are. And some of you are coming into a new identity is what I hear the Lord saying. You are coming out of, uh, you know, what circumstances, what life or what labels the enemy has tried to put on your life. And you are coming into a revelation of who God says you are. And I just sense the Holy Spirit saying to say and declare you are a son of God. You are a a joint heir with Christ. You are God's anointed one. And and so when you receive that revelation, it stirs up a new freedom and a new boldness. And you have some strategies to fight the enemy with because the enemy will try to tell you who you're not. The enemy will try to convince you of his report. But when you begin to know who you are, then you can say, "Uh uh-uh, that does not line up with the word of God. I rebuke those words. I rebuke those lies because you're the father of lies. And I partner with what God says. Yeah. yeah, and that is so good. It is so good. And, um, you know, instead of directly going off there, I want to kind of talk about the testimony, even from the woman with the issue of blood. I was looking for the verse earlier. I couldn't directly find it, but it's like there, her testimony helped bring breakthrough in other people's lives. And I'm trying, because I looked at Mark, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't directly aftermarket because then he goes to Nazareth, but it's like one of those little, it was one of those really slick verses that one of the disciples wrote is like, you know, because he travels somewhere right somewhere else because, it, you know, the, she gets healed in Mark five, but I was looking uh, afterwards and now he goes to Nazareth, but it, it talks about how when Jesus goes somewhere, this is everyone that touched him was healed. And it was like how they heard of her testimony, you know, of how she touched him and got healed. And, you know, they were saying that, Whenever he went to one of the other cities, it was the one after Nazareth, that they went over and they started grabbing and touching him, and they were all also getting healed. And it was like how her testimony was bringing breakthrough to other people because they she almost showed them how to encounter Jesus in that way. And so, I don't know, there is just, there just something so, uh, I don't know, it was just stirring my spirit about it. You know, I love, my favorite example of that is in John chapter 11, 
uh, the familiar passage where Jesus comes to the tomb of Lazarus and he's yeah. been dead for four days. But then it, it, we know the story. He says, come forth. And then uh, he comes forth bound with grave clothes. And then he says, loose him and let him go. This is one of my favorite stories in the word of God. John chapter 11, man. Yeah. I, I stay all there and preach every message about that. But he says, loose him and let him go. And when he, they're stripping those grave clothes off. And in fact, uh, last week on my broadcast on Friday Fire, I was ministering on this very passage. And I said, you know, those grave clothes can hinder your momentum because when he was bound up, because they wrapped him as like a mummy uh, back then. And so he could barely get out of the tomb, but he was still bound up to grave clothes. And that's what happens when we come to Jesus. Sometimes we're still bound up to some things, but God sends people like you and I and others that begin to declare, loose them and let them go. See, mm -hmm. today, I believe that you can be stripped from every label that life has tried to put on you, everything that's trying to hinder your progress from going forth, every uh, grave clothes from a past season that's trying to keep you bound. It is a new day. This is a new hour. Jesus says, loose him and let them go. But one of my favorite Favorite things about that whole story is, and then it goes on in, in John chapter 12, and it says that, that they came not only to see Jesus, but Lazarus also. Why? Because his testimony, the, what Jesus did for him was so powerful that they came to know Christ. And it said many believed on him, not for only for Jesus' sake, but because they came to see Lazarus as well. And I want to just announce to some of you today, your testimony is about to be a point of contact for the Lord. What God is doing in your life, everyone is going to stand back and take notice that only God could do this. Only God could set you free from drugs. Only God could set you free from a life of religion. Only God could bring you out uh, of a confused identity. Only God could bring you out of bondage and set you free. God is making of your life a testimony. And once you have a testimony, others begin to believe. And they, just like Lazarus, they began to believe on Jesus because of what he did in their life. And some of you right now, you need to just lift up your hands and and declare, my life is going to be a testimony for the glory of God. My life is going to make others believe on him because of what he does in my life. It's not because of my goodness. It's not because I have this to offer or that to offer, but it's because the power of God is flowing in my life and what he has done in me, he will do in you. And so I believe today we have some Lazaruses that are going to rise up on the scene yeah, and people yeah. are going to say, I know you were about. I know you were dead in that grave. I know people have buried you and said it was over. There's no way they're coming home. There's no way they're going to be resurrected from this. There's no way they're getting off drugs. I know some people today that the enemy has said uh, and has caused people to believe there's no way they will come out of this. But I want you to know when God says, come forth, when Jesus stands at your tomb and he says, it's your day to come forth. I don't
don't care how long you've been bound. I don't care how long you've been dead. I don't care who celebrated that it was over for you. They threw you a funeral. That does not matter. When Jesus releases a word for you to come forth, I don't care that they rolled the stone in front of it. You will come forth. It doesn't matter if they say you stink. He said, I will put a fresh aroma on your life. I will give you a new testimony, a new joy, a new song to sing. And the song is going to be resurrection. We are coming up on the season of the Passover and the season of the resurrection of Jesus. And some of you today, you need to declare that this is the season of your resurrection. In fact, Andrew, he spoke to me uh, that the month of March is the third month on our calendar and three, you know, I wrote the book, The Triple Threat Anointing, so I'm not into numerology, but God uses numbers to illustrate things. It's the perfect number of God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And on the third day, he rose from the grave. He spoke to me as we headed into the month of March, and he said, this was going to be a month of resurrection. There's going to be a resurrection of promises. There's going to be a resurrection of dreams. There's going to be a resurrection of marriages. There's going to be a resurrection of relationships. I don't know what you're going through, but I do know what God has spoken. And he said, get ready in this third month, this this month of March, you're going to march into resurrection. You are being called forth out of the tomb. And he says to you today, loose them and let them go. Those old labels are coming off of you. Those labels that uh, labeled you as failure, that label that labeled you as a uh, 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 broken or, or wounded, and you'll always be a victim. The devil is a liar. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You're an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. The word of your testimony is going to set others free, just like he did it for Lazarus in yes. Jesus' name. I didn't mean to get to preaching there, but uh, Go for it. I started talking about the goodness of the Lord. I feel the fire of the Holy Ghost, and I just begin to get excited, and I begin to release that word. Some of you today, you need to release, and you need to receive that word with gladness, and the enemy will do everything he can do to try to steal that word from you. The Bible says that he comes immediately for the word's sake, because he wants to steal that word, but some of you need to grab hold of this word and you need to begin to say, God, I believe this is my month of resurrection. I believe what you did for Lazarus, you will do for me. I believe that that the fire that brought forth uh, on this broadcast, I received that prophetic fire today in my life. Come on, I'm declaring it in my life right now. I receive it in Jesus' name. God, you are faithful. You Not one word will return to you void. It will accomplish not a man that you should lie, but every word shall come to pass. Every word shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I know that you just said, uh, you know, that the Lord, he was just recently laying that on your heart, but can I ask, has there been another theme or something like uh, something is, has that been what's been God's been speaking to, or has there been something else that God has been like laying on your heart about something that maybe something that's what's going on in the hour of the church and how he's, how he's coming to the body. I don't know. Is there, is, is there something, is what, what has God been speaking to you about? I want to just stop right there. 
You know, he has been, um, thank you for that opportunity. He's been speaking to me really about this being a month of resurrection. Uh, but yeah. yesterday yeah. we had um, uh, at Ram Church, the Lord uh, spoke to me to, to release a word on, uh, of course, Ezekiel chapter 37, the very familiar passage of scripture yeah. about the four winds. And he said, you know, uh, prophesy to the four winds and declare. Uh, sometimes I think we we realize that means the Ruach or the breath of God, but we don't understand all of the meaning of that. And so when I began to study it out and I began to get revelation from it, it's so powerful because uh, the north wind represents the treasures. It, it represents uh, revelation, downloads from heaven. It represents the rain. And that's what we're seeing right now with revival. It says, in the time of rain, ask for rain. So pastors, churches, uh, lay lay people, you need to begin to ask God to reign in your life. Some of you have been in drought, begin to prophesy to the north wind and say, blow in my life. And of course, the, the west wind represents uh, a blowing out the locust. You can find that in Exodus 10, and it blows out the devourer or the waster that would come into waste. Uh, and my favorite is the east wind. Uh, and you can find that in Exodus 10, 13, or, or uh 14 and 21, uh, but it, it begins to declare that it's about taking territory. It, it's in the Hebrew, it's taking territory. It's talking about a favor and, and removing barriers and blockades. And also, you know, when the children of Israel were at the Red Sea, they were facing impossibility and a strong east yeah. wind began to blow and it parted mm -hmm. water. So it began to part impossibilities. So I believe that in this hour, the four mm -hmm. winds when we begin to open our mouths and we begin to prophesy, Lord, come from mm -hmm. the four winds, O oh breath, breathe, breathe in our mm -hmm. life, breathe on our ministries, breathe on your body, breathe on your church, that the winds of the spirit are going mm -hmm. to begin to blow and begin to release things that have been held back, things that we have yet to see. There is coming a movement like we have never seen before. We've seen revivals. Yeah, yeah seen different things, but there is coming a movement that, that we have never seen before, and it's greater than anything. I love to study revivals, but it's greater than anything we've seen before, and it's going to be a movement where we see the church awakened and revived and walking in her authority, taking dominion in this hour, but also a great harvest of souls where we see awakening like never before, and we see that coming to pass, and it's coming soon in Jesus' name. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a part of it. So I've been prophesying to the four winds, breathe in my life, breathe on our church, breathe on this ministry, breathe in Jesus' name. So that's really uh, where I've been staying right there is, is about talking about the third month being the month of resurrection, moving into Passover, and also about the coming from the four winds and breathing. And there stood a great army. God is raising up an army in this generation. It's not a place daytime church. It's not church, you know, twiddling her thumbs or trying to please our flesh. This is about the army of God rising up and taking ground, taking territory in this hour. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. So there's two things real quick, because I want to jump in with what you were speaking about, even with the harvest, how the Lord's bringing in that uh, how he's bringing in that wave of souls for the kingdom. There's been two things the Lord, he's been uh, speaking to me. One of them has been about 
the reset. And he has been kind of showing me like how with the body, sometimes he was showing me specifically like with the dislocated shoulder, you know, sometimes we can be, sometimes the body can be out of alignment with what God has been wanting to do on certain things. And we damaged ourselves and, you know, he's the good physician physician. And, you know, sometimes we've been asking to it off to heal that area for so long, but Lord's like, it's time that I'm putting it back into alignment and I'm bringing a reset to bring wholeness to your body. And I feel like that that's one thing to the church, but there's also uh, with the, with the harvest I've been uh, last week when I was praying uh, with some friends, I was seeing, I was praying and I just saw these harvesting angels come into the room. And when I did, they were having these bundles of wheat. And when they put them down, there was these jewels and the, like, you know, the treasure that was yeah. in the middle of the wheat. And so I love that even in the, in the description of the four winds, you know, you were talking about how it was representing like, you know, the treasure. And then, you know, at the end, like you were talking about with the harvest. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord, he was, uh, when I saw this, he was like, you know, we, he was telling me, he's like, you know, we typically hear sermons and the message, you know, when, when it was preached about the, treasure in the field, how we are to sell our lives and pursue everything that God has for us because Christ is our treasure. And he was telling, and he was telling me, he's like, and you know, with the gospel, he was like, Jesus saw us as the, tre- as the treasure in the earth. And he came down and he purchased us with his blood. Come on. And it was like, you know, as uh, most of the time we hear that we, we are giving everything in which we are. We sell everything that we have and we go after Jesus. But it's also recognizing that Jesus, he gave up all that he did to come to redeem, to restore. But then, you know, he, he came back, you know, with all of it. But he was like, he came and he bought us. We are the treasure of his field. And so it's like, uh, and it was like, that so he was telling me, he's like, so whenever you go out into the streets and start praying for people and start going over there and encountering them, just remember that I see them as my treasure. Come on. And so I don't know. There was just, I don't know. There was just like when you were talking about the harvest, it was just igniting uh, that part again. I love yes, that. I love yeah. that. Come on, that's the beauty of His love that yeah. He loved us so much that you know when we don't value ourselves, sometimes if we really understand yeah. the love of Jesus and what yeah. He thinks about us. And how he feels for us, and the price that he paid for us, yeah. we ought to uh, we ought to just puff our chest out a little bit more, thinking that's 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 how he feels about me. Is I am his chosen. I out of all the earth, all that he could do, all that he could save, all the valuable things he could come for, he came for you. He came for me. And, and you, when you understand that then uh, you're ready for that harvest. And I believe, I love that, that we are his treasures. Uh, yeah. Man, if that doesn't make you feel valuable, I don't know what will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. And, um, you know, for this part of right now, I would like to go into a time of prayer because I know we have roughly just under 15 minutes left, but I would love to uh, just go into a time of prayer. So if we can we can just start praying and whatever the Lord uh, lays on our hearts, we can start releasing. Uh, I have the stream up. And so anyone that is watching, if you have prayer requests, drop them in the comments. We'd love to pray for you right now. So, yeah. So if you can, we're, we're looking, we're watching. Thank you. Oh, 
The first thing that I keep saying is that there's uh, either someone that's watching or it's going to watch. And uh, and I keep saying that there's this mother of this of this boy and, she, and the boy's been sick and she's just been really worried about about his health and about with all the doctor expenses so father we just pray for his healing right now god that whoever this is god that you touch them and we speak wholeness right now in jesus name to be whole and to he be healed and we just thank you jesus that by your stripes we are healed and we just thank you that your blood is greater and that your blood is stronger than anything that can try to oppose it so lord we just speak healing and wholeness right now over this boy and we thank you for your victory jesus we thank you for being for him being made whole right now in jesus name yeah 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 and uh this woman her name's connie she just commented she said i need prayer for the nerves and my back to be healed uh would you like to pray for miss connie uh pastor andrew absolutely lord i thank you i i thank you that you are the healer you are yes, the lord. deliverer you lord, are the I'm and i'm praying right now for connie i lift her up to you lord and i thank you that your word says we are healed you were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities. So I speak to her back right now and every yes, nerve, Lord. every every bit of yes, damage. Lord. And I speak and I say, Lord, I release the word of God. You yes, sent your word to heal our disease. So right yes, now we release the word of God over this broadcast today to her home and through her, her back. And I say, Lord, let it come into alignment. Restore what seems unrestorable is what I heard the Lord just say, it seemed like there was no way to, to even fix this. But God said, I am a creative God. I'm the creator of the world. I'm the one that spoke and I created everything. So he is releasing a word to bring wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. I say all pain goes in Jesus name. I said every bit of nerve damage is restored and made whole, whole whole in Jesus name, not just healed, but be made whole in Jesus name in every area. We speak wholeness over her body, wholeness over her spine. I thank you, Lord, that you are the one that makes us whole. You are the one that heals and saves and delivers. And I thank you for doing that for Connie right now. You said we're two or three agree upon anything. It shall be done. And your anointing, your power knows no bounds. So right now, go to her wherever she is watching this broadcast. And I say, let your fire begin to fill her body and begin to bring alignment and wholeness to her in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, I just keep sensing that the someone is watching. They heard your testimony of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I just feel like they're that they are wanting that as well. That so, Lord, we just ask for a fresh fall of your of your Holy Spirit right now to encounter them. Lord, we just ask for your fire to come and consume them, Lord. Lord, right now we just ask to fall afresh, to come fill us up right now. God, we just thank you, God, for even in this day, that how you're giving us a new wine skin to hold the wine of your spirit. So, Lord, we just ask that you just fall afresh. 
God, on whoever is searching, whoever is seeking your presence, God, that you come up and show up. God, and we just thank you that you're breaking yokes, God, that you're breaking bondages. Father, we just thank you for your freedom right now. God, we just thank you for the filling of the joy of the Holy Spirit. God, even the people that are dealing with anxiety, how you break anxiety, you bring peace right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I thank you for what you are doing. God, I just even thank you for the restoration of people's families, God, that you are bringing. The people that are just even seeking for their siblings, God. Lord, even right now, we ask for a fresh encounter for the people that are watching and their siblings, God, that they would encounter your presence, they would encounter with your spirit of God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Oh, Jesus, we just thank you that you are victorious. God, that even doubt has to leave right now. God, that people that are experiencing doubt with you, God, I just thank you that doubt has to leave. God, I just thank you that your word, God, reigns in victory, that your cross and your resurrection stands in victory, Jesus. So we thank you, Lord, for what you are doing in this moment. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. He that the Son had set free is free indeed. I thank you, God. Habits are breaking today. Habits are breaking today. Addictions break at the power of your name. And I thank you, God, that addictions break and there is freedom by the blood of Jesus that you paid the price on the cross to set the captive free and those that have been a slave to addiction you haven't wanted to be a slave to addiction you haven't wanted to touch dead things but God is saying I'm breaking that stronghold in your life and you're going to experience a fresh wave of freedom you're going to experience yes, a, fresh, a, a release of those things that have been trying not that the enemy wouldn't try to tempt you to go back into it, but God is saying, I am setting you free from the chains that have bound you in the past, and God says, don't go back to the old things. Don't touch dead Jesus. things. I'm consecrating you. I'm Jesus. putting a Nazarite vow upon you to where you walk in the holiness and the things that Jesus. I have prepared for you. Your destiny is not over. It is not finished. It's not too late. God has not abandoned you, but God is with you. And he said, I will walk with you through the fire. I will walk with you through what you are going through. And you are coming out on the other side. I want to release that word to someone mm -hmm. right now. You are coming out on the mm -hmm. other side and your testimony, what we were sharing earlier, your testimony is going to set other lives free in the name of Jesus. Just receive mm -hmm. that freedom right now by the power of God in the mm -hmm. name of Jesus. Jesus, receive it. Receive it right now in Jesus' name. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure when this person commented, but this uh, woman named Holly, she just was asking, she needs a miracle for her family to be whole. So, Lord, we just even pray for Holly right now. Lord, we just even thank you for family restoration, for wholeness, God. We ask for bitterness to be broken right now in Jesus' name. God, for condemnation and shame, be broken right now in Jesus' name. For things that people have been feel feeling guilty for, God, we just ask for your truth to invade. God, give them boldness of your Holy Spirit. God, to even bring healthy confrontation. And Holy Spirit, we ask for your peace to invade their family right now. Lord, we just thank you for your peace that to reign. 
And Lord, we just even thank you for your peace to guide them right now in Jesus' name, for wisdom to be brought up, for wisdom to even uh, to know how to bring on the right uh, conversations, God. We ask that you just be in the midst of every word that they say. And we just even thank you, Jesus, for that you bring unity and you don't bring division like yeah. that. So we just ask you, Jesus, that you just bring your spirit of unity in their family right now in Jesus' name. Restoration, Jesus. resurrection in Jesus' name. Yes, bring Lord. Bring all of the pieces back together, and I speak peace in their home. I speak unity. I come against strife. I come against division. Yes. I come against every uh, weapon. No weapon formed against family. The family can be uh, can prosper. See, God is so about the family that He sowed His first uh, born son, His His only begotten son, so that we could be adopted into the family. And so he, every attack. Against the family, God takes that seriously. So we come into agreement with you, Holly, and we say right now in Jesus' name, there's resurrection and restoration in your family and in your home in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for all that you've been pouring out tonight, God, and how uh, anyone that is watching, God, would just get in touch and get encountered with your presence. And we thank you, Lord, for just a fresh outpouring of, uh, of your spirit tonight. And we thank you for all that you were doing. Okay, real quick, before before we end, we had one more prayer request. It says, uh, please pray for her three sons to come back to Jesus fully and uh, truly back to the body of Christ. Uh, so, Lord, we just even pray for Misty right now, God, that the prodigals are coming home. Lord, we just ask for just a revelation and wisdom come to her sons right now in Jesus' name. God, just even as uh, as Peter received the revelation of who Jesus was, and so that this revelation came from the Father in heaven, God, we ask for the just the scales to fall off their eyes and the revelation of Jesus just be made known to them, and that they would run back to the arms of the father and we thank you jesus that you are restoring that you are healing and that you are doing a new thing in her family right now god that this is a new day in her family and we thank you jesus for what you're pouring out in jesus name in jesus name god do whatever you have to do bring a Damascus Road experience, and it won't be religious, but it will be about they are radically transformed by the power of God, a hunger, stir up a hunger in them, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. Well, uh, we are about to end in just a second, but Pastor Andrew, if you could just hang on with me for two moments so we can get it ended correctly. Uh, we just want to say thank you for everyone that has been watching, everyone that was commenting for their prayers. Uh, you know, uh, we just, uh, we, we believe that you encounter the Lord afresh tonight. And we just even ask that he fills you afresh. And, you know, like I said before, in the description, if you want to 
uh, connect with Pastor Andrew, give into his ministry. The link is up there. If you want to buy his new book, Breaking the Delilah Spirit, it is up there. His other book, uh, The Triple Threat Anointing, it is up there. Guys, I would recommend go and get those books. They are powerful, but they are full of the Spirit of God and what he is saying in, uh, in today's church. Guys, uh, we just want to say thank you. We love you all, and we hope you guys have a great evening. Thank you for listening to this week's Fuel the Flame from Newly Awakened Ministries. You can follow Newly Awakened Ministries on Facebook and Instagram. You can also connect with us through newlyawakenedministries.com.